Both Podcast. Oh, man. You went up. Media Both Podcast. Way to go high. That's what this is. It's the Media Both Podcast. We've had a long day, and it's not over yet. Yep, it's been a long day. Um... We got home late. Late. Uh, still had to put up some news stories. I don't. I think I got them all. I think we. I think we did. But we'll find out soon. Because the Media Boat Podcast is your source for news about movies, music, video games, and television. Not necessarily in that order. Something in that order. I really uh, moved the yeah, last week. I think they did on purpose. Not intentionally. No. Oh, you must be tired. Came out that way. Uh, my name is Matt. His name is Mike. I'm Mike. He's Matt. We're live. You're uh, live. We're live on YouTube right now. Normally we say this for the end of the show, but in case you're us for the first time, Wednesdays, 8 o'clock, mostly 8 o'clock, uh, <laughs> we go live on YouTube where you can join with us, chat with us, give us your thoughts, your discussions, and there we are. I'm back. Oh, yeah. We're back. We're back. Which means... With the vengeance. Speaking of vengeance. Uh... Well, let's talk about some vengeance or a vengeance. Revengeance? Uh, so... First Let's go to box office. About, yes, the first thing we always talk about is movies, and the first thing we always talk about in movies is the weekend box office numbers. As you know, last week, Avengers Infinity War topped the box office and set a new record for opening weekends. Well, it's back! Infinity War tops a second weekend in a row, this time with $114 million more to add to its grand total here, which, which means domestically it's made $453 million already. Uh, and over the course of 11 days, it mm-hmm. did cross the $1 billion mark. Worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, since we're putting it at 10 days, but it literally fell just short on, on the 10th day mark. Still impressive, and but still, yeah, that is a record. Uh, still a record. Eleven days to hit a billion dollars. Yeah, that is one hundred million dollars a day. Pretty insane. Yep, as we mentioned last week, Jeff Bezos money. <laughs> Jeff Bezos money. Yeah. So that is still your uh, top movie. No uh, surprise there. Yes. Uh, next up, your number two is uh, debuting this week. Overboard with Anna Faris uh, made fourteen million dollars. Uh, number three, A Quiet Place hops back up to the top five with seven million. Uh, I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer is your number four with five million dollars. And wrapping up your top five in a nice little bow, Rampage is still in the top five with another four million dollars. Yes. Just outside of this at number six, Black Panther. Still hanging out. Yeah, still hanging out. Uh, I guess Avengers gave it a little bit nice boost. People see yeah. double features. Uh, yeah. And your new release is this coming weekend. Anything that's going to topple Avengers? No. No? You have two releases, and again, you're going to have to tell me what these are. First up, we have Breaking In. Okay. So this is a mother who gets locked out of her house while robbers are inside and must... Break into her house to oh, save her children. Oh, got it. Then we also have Life of the Party. This is the <laughs> Melissa McCarthy movie. I'm going back to college after my divorce and sleeping with 20-year-olds. At least that's what I gather from the trailer. Ah. Okay. All right. Something for everybody here. Yes. So those Melissa are your new McCarthy releases. is something for everybody. It's true. 
Um, I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, that is it for new releases for the weekend. Yes. Did you watch any movies? I did not see any movies. You saw Avengers again, but we already talked about that to death last week. But I saw another movie. You saw another movie theatrically? Yes. Okay, what did you see? I got caught up on Blockers. Okay, so you saw Blockers. Yes. Uh, this movie's been out for a couple of weeks, so I'm just going to keep it real brief. Yeah. Um... It's not as funny as it probably should be. Oh. John Cena's parts are funny. The rest of the cast is kind of eh. Okay. Uh, it's the premise is very thin too. It's preventing your kids from having sex, even though you know they're gonna have sex anyways. And even though even like halfway through the movie, they even get to that point where one of the moms goes, "Why are you doing this? This is so ridiculous. Just let things happen. You don't you trust your daughter?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, yeah." But, you know, he's a drug dealer, or he does this, or he's, yeah. this is not this person. And so they continue on their hijinks, only to eventually learn that lesson that was provided halfway through the film. Well, yeah. Because, you know, 90, um, you gotta fill 90 minutes somehow. Yeah, you gotta keep it going, else there's no plot. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, blockers, pass. Yeah. Probably stream it if you're bored. Okay. You're not missing much. It's... <laughs> it's just something that, you know, adults need to be adults about this stuff. Except, you know, they act like kids because it's a comedy. It is a comedy. But, you know, they give themselves a solution halfway through the movie and then don't learn it for until the other half of the movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens. Yes. But John Cena's great in it. If you like John Cena, definitely check it out. Otherwise, you're not missing anything. Oh, okay. Uh, so... I guess we'll move right on then. Uh, yeah, we have some news. Into movie there. news, our first story is about the very academy that uh, is responsible for film. The, the Film Academy. Oh, the Academy of Film? Specifically, the Board of Governors of the Academy of Motion Arts, Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. Yes. You know those guys that do the Oscars? Yes, the MPAA. Those guys that rate the movies? Yes. All of the above. Uh, so they have voted to expel to... People from their ranks. Now, come on, say the word I put down there. Expel your almas. Expel. I yes. Expel. All right. Uh, <laughs> actor Bill Cosby and director Roman Polanski have both been removed from rem- their memberships. Uh, one is relatively new, and the other one has been yeah. some time coming. The decision comes one week after, uh, and we reco- reported on this last week, after Cosby was convicted on three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Roman Polanski, on the other side, on the other hand, have been, has been living abroad for the past forty years uh, after he was charged for statutory rape back in nineteen seventy-eight. Um, noted, he was charged, never convicted, because he never went to trial. Right, because he escaped. Yes. <laughs> uh, Polanski's attorney said the director was not afforded an opportunity to defend to defend himself to the Academy. This was just done. Yes, Which, but yeah, you know he's had fifty yeah, plus years. About time now to. To make a case? Yeah. So I think he's kind of made it for himself by running. Yeah, uh, kind of in both cases, I feel like this is kind of. do. Yeah. Well, especially. Especially with Polanski, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, I guess the next one would be what they decide with Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. Ugh. If they decide anything. <laughs> Hopefully. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Next story. Uh, a much happier story, thankfully. Patty Jenkins. Director of Wonder Woman. She is, a, of course, directing Wonder Woman 2. No way. Earn 
nine million dollars for the sequel, which is nine times more than what she got paid the first time. Yeah, so the first time around she was paid one million dollars to direct. So, this makes her the highest paid female director. The previous record holder was Nancy Myers, who directed What Women Want, Something's Gotta Give, in The Holiday, who peaked at just $5 million per film. So, Jenkins said about this, Women who have not been in a system that allows them to build up the same level of pay as men are not able to be paid the same as men forever if that's the way it continues. So, it's good. Great for her, and great, for great her. that she's pushing for it, and great that they're that the studios are doing something about it. Hopefully, this leads to a trend of higher paid directors uh, who are women. Right now, this does not include any residual pay. No, like should the film hit any like box office numbers, critics acclaim, or ticket sales, or anything like that. Which I'm sure this all is, the above it will do. Yes, <laughs> this is just upfront. Right. So that nine million. Is upfront yeah. initially. It could be, of end up being more, yeah. depending on how the contract plays out. Right. Not limited to just that. Right. Cool. All right. Let's move on. Our next story is about none other than Dwayne Johnson, aka The Rock. Yes. The action star will reportedly make one million dollars every time he promotes his own movie on social media accounts. You're probably asking. Why that is. Yeah. Wouldn't they want to promote it for free? Well, he's a little pickier than that. <laughs> and the studios, ha- he basically made this rule for himself. Where it's he's a, like, it's a great rule. <laughs> I will only tweet about a movie that I'm in on my personal Twitter account if the studio pays me to do it. Right. Now, this has been rumored before that he did this. Yeah. But now we have actual, like, written confirmation. So where did this come from? His upcoming film, Red Notice. They've paid that fee and will reach the 10, wow, not even 10, 104 million Instagram followers that he has, plus his Twitter and his Facebook accounts. This is in addition to the $20 million he earned just to star in the film. Other stars are also reportedly wanting the same treatment for their promotions. I guess this depends on how many followers they actually have. Yeah, maybe. Uh, reportedly, uh, his film, first film, Rampage, mm-hmm. that just came out. That also fell under the $1 million social media blitz campaign. <laughs> so it goes to show you, uh, you pay an actor enough and they'll do they'll do whatever promotion that you want them to do. <laughs> dance after dance. <laughs> but good for The Rock to having standards, like, yeah. like for what he wants to do in the legwork, because he's not marketing. You know, he's not responsible for that. He's an actor. He's not marketing material. Even yeah. though most people do go to the movies to see him, I mean, so yeah, he is you know the draw. But he's not responsible for doing that himself. He is the rock already. That's all he needs to do, is just be himself, and he does that part of the job. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't actually have to do the social media stuff, and this is basically like, hey, if you're going to make me do this, then at least pay me money to do it. <laughs> Good for him. Moving on. You don't think it's like extortion? No, because it's his choice. If the studios were like paying him first and then saying, you have to do this, that would be a different story. This is not that. This is The Rock saying, this is my price. Pay me this and I'll support your movie. (laughs) But it's also his movie too. Yeah, I know. But, like I said, doing things that are outside of his job he doesn't have to do that stuff, so he's basically getting the studios to pay him for it. It's a good deal. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you're getting paid a million dollars. That's a pretty good deal. And yeah, exactly. It's great for The <laughs> Rock. Not so great for the studio. Uh, moving on to another studio. Or is it? So we have a wrinkle in the story that we've been covering for a while here about the purchase of the Fox Company assets by the Disney Corporation. Hmm. The newest wrinkle here. Do you not have the... Uh, no, I completely story. forgot about this story. <laughs> it's in your, in your notes. I know, but I, I went to, the, to the, the ending one. So first. yeah, last time we spoke about this, uh, we had said that there were some some legal jump uh, hoops to jump through in order to finalize the deal where Disney would be purchasing Fox's entertainment properties. Well, another thing have popped up, and that thing is Comcast. So this is not confirmed. This is a rumor. I just want to say that ahead of time. It seems like it's all but confirmed. Comcast, which of course well, it's not, is... it's not a rumor. It's contingency. Yeah. There's the, there's things that need to happen before right. this happens. So, it has so, not happened yet. So let's explain the deal first. Well, I thought I already did. Yes. Comcast wants to buy Fox. Well, well hold on. Hold a second. All right. I, I go, need go, to go say the story first. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yes, so Comcast, Universal's parent company, in case you forgot, is planning a $60 billion cash bid. That's right, cash. Cash bid for those same assets of 21st Century Fox. 21st Century Fox being kind of the holding company of those entertainment assets. Mm-hmm. So basically everything but the news, the television network, and what am I missing? Is that it? Uh, sports. And sports. Uh, so this is, of course, because they were one of the companies interested before the Disney deal kind of became public. Right. This bid for the cash that they're offering would top Walt Disney's motion to acquire the company at their $52 billion. It's also important to note here that they would also acquire 100% of UK satellite TV provider Sky as part of the deal. This wasn't part of the Disney deal. Which no. Is, which is that important, but this is part of it. The Disney deal did not involve Sky. Sky is owned because it's also owned by 21st Century Fox, even though it's not related to the Fox brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the last thing about this is that they would only make this offer if, and only if, the AT&T Time Warner deal is approved, which is also still in legal limbo. Right. That's... But that uh, notice is coming up soon, I yeah. believe. So if the U.S. government shoots down on that one, Comcast does not plan to go through with the purchase, and Disney would end up with Fox after all. So, yeah, this is all still moving parts. This is also still stuff that hasn't mm-hmm. been finalized. Anything could happen, but it seems like either way... Um, Fox is going to get dissolved into by a giant thing. corporation in either situation. Right. Um, think, I mean, personally, I think the Disney deal I feel like is a little bit more interesting and uh, for reasons we've gone over when we've covered the story before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Comcast needs the assets more, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but yeah, we'll let you know as the story continues there. Right. First things first is, does the AT&T Time Warner deal go through? And that depends on the Pi and the yeah. FCC right. and all of that going through. So, yeah. Who knows whether either of these things get accepted at all. Yeah. 
All right, moving on to our last yes. section of the movie news, which is the bits. Let's run this down quickly for the bits. The bits. First up, Sherlock Holmes 3. That confirmed. Would be the, uh, is confirmed. That would be the Robert Downey Jr. Correct. Uh, Sherlock Holmes series. Gets a Christmas 2020 release, so look forward to that. That means it's shooting next year. Yeah. Next up, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter have confirmed that they're returning their, to their classic characters, Bill and Ted, and Bill and Ted 3, the third in their in their yes. 80s franchise. I think that's titled Bill and Ted Face the Music. Face the Music. I believe that's what it's called. But yeah, that's yeah. confirmed. Also, um, this news came out because uh, Keanu Reeves is currently filming John Wick 3, which we already knew was happening. Yeah. Uh, next up, Sylvester Stallone will be Rambo again in Rambo 5, and he will take on the Mexican cartel. Rumor is he will not only star, but also direct That's this not sequel. Surprising. Not he surprising. also directed the last one. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds have confirmed that T.J. Miller, uh, recently ousted out of Hollywood, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, will not return in the X-Force film. Yes, T.J. Miller will be in the upcoming Deadpool film, because right. that's already been shot, that's already been made, shot, that's already solidified and kit in the can. Next up, Rob Weinstein uh, will be removed from the Weinstein Company. Assuming there will still be a Weinstein Company. <laughs> Which is kind of, yeah, it's kind of the question, isn't it? Uh, and the last bit, Annette Benning, yes, that Annette Benning, yes. will be in uh, Captain Marvel alongside Brie Larson, so... There you go. Yep. Oscar-winning name attached to your movie. You mean Brie Larson is not an Oscar winner I already? You got two <laughs> Oscar-winning. <laughs> I forgot. Wait, you mean Samuel L. Jackson is not Oscar-winning? Uh, <laughs> moving on. Did he? Actually, I don't know if he is. Actually, look, F- I don't think he is. He may not. No, be. I don't think he's won an Oscar. Huh. Moving on. Someone give Samuel L. Jackson an Oscar. Someone give Samuel L. Jackson an Oscar. Meanwhile, we're moving to television. All right, sports. First up is sports. Uh, first story in sports, some horses ran. I don't know. It was like a race or something. Like a derby? One of those horses. It was. I think it was in Kentucky. One oh, of those horses what were the results? was faster than the other horses. Can you tell me who that horse was? Who was the fastest horse? Uh, justify. I know I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked you. Justify, um, which is your favorite show about uh, Western uh, people. Just, just, justify. But also, uh, and your favorite uh, Justin Timberlake album. Yes, justify. Is now your favorite pony because Justify have won, has won the Kentucky Derby. Yes, Justify is a descendant of the famed horse secretariat. Huh. Five generations removed, of course. It's that's, been a while. Yes. But yes, a, a descendant nonetheless. But Justify was also the favorite to win going into the Kentucky Derby. The favorite ended up winning, and now is of course the favorite to win the Triple Crown, which hasn't happened since like a couple years ago when California Chrome did. It's not that long ago. (laughs) Or no, American Pharaoh did. California Chrome won last year, but didn't do it. But yeah, American Pharaoh was the last Triple Crown winner, which was like two years ago. So we will see. Uh, When's the next race? Uh, Uh, Next one, the Preakness. uh, Preakness, and then Belmont. Yeah. Yeah. The month last, it's in New York. They move up. So, uh, we'll report back. Yep. First, we'll, uh, we'll report back when he loses. And she, next he, in she. sports, uh, the NBA and NHL playoffs are still going. Yep. What do they look like now? Um, a mess. Yeah. Uh, these games are going to game seven. So, it's a good time to 
watch some of these sports. Uh, yeah. Some good playoff actions going on. Down to the line. Yeah. A lot of these. Of course, I'm not watching it because my teams are out. <laughs> so, ca- but Capitals. Capitals. And. And Washington. Are those not the same team? No, they are the same team. <laughs> it's a uh, Winnipeg and, and Washington, Washington and, and the Predators, Preds and the Golden Knights. Golden Knights. So I believe those are the last four teams. I think those teams. are the four. Yeah, I think it's Winnipeg is playing Golden Knights and then Predators are playing the Capitals. I'm kind of sad that um, it wasn't San Jose and uh, uh, and. Um, What's the team that are the Jets? Oh, Winnipeg. Because it would have been West Side Story. Sharks versus the Jets. That would have been really funny. Only you. <laughs> but yeah, but no, the, the Sharks are out. So so yeah, there's your there's your four. So yeah, we'll see. Um, that could be an interesting uh, game. And then basketball, who knows? Uh, LeBron was supposed to lose, but then he went... LeBron. Then he remembered, oh wait, I'm LeBron. Everyone bowed down to me. And everyone did. Everyone did, and he wins. Yeah, which reminds me, I owe someone twenty dollars on that though. Aw, that's sad. Because <laughs> I said, I okay. said uh, LeBron would choke for Game Seven, but he didn't. Wrong. <laughs> uh but uh, we'll move off of sports there. That pretty much does it for sports. Yeah, not a whole lot of news going. On. Oh, some pitcher, another pitcher pitched a no hitter. Okay. Uh, yesterday on Tuesday. Cool. I don't know who. I don't know where. I think it was the ace pitcher, maybe. But that happened. All right, that happened. Moving on to television news. Our first story is about Mr. Conan O'Brien. Yes, that Conan, not that Conan. Uh, Conan O'Brien, his the late night show uh, that he runs called Conan, is changing things up in a new four-year deal with TBS that will change its format to just a 30-minute long show. In exchange for the cut time, uh, Team Coco, his production studio, will expand its online presence, touring dates, and turn the Clueless Gamer piece that he does into its own series. It will still air four nights a week and will still be celebrating 25 years of late-night television. Note that that's not 25 years for the TBS show. That's 25 years total that Conan has been on a late-night program. Right. Uh, he's been on TBS for eight years yes. now. Yes. Yes. So this will make it 12 years on TBS. <laughs> Almost half of the... Over less than half. Uh, less than half. Yeah. By the time it gets to it, yeah. Still a lot of 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 time to be on a show, or just on TV. To be on TV at all. But yeah, uh, good team, for him. Yeah, uh, Conan's going away from the one hour format, but will be coming like either directly to you or online presence because those online YouTube videos are actually pretty hot they're a big hit for him they yeah. always have been yeah so. um, and the Clueless Gamer is one of the bigger ones especially right. when he did the Super Bowl and uh, his most recent one was God of War with Bill Hader that right. ended up trending so yeah it's a, it's, it makes a lot of sense and TBS is probably smart to, to expand the options there for the studio alright uh, moving on our next story is about NBC uh, reporter Matt Lauer. Remember this? NBC has concluded its internal probe into the matter in which he was fired over sexual harassment. The result is is that the news division of NBC, uh, I'm guessing this is a quote, this is written really weird, uh, is, quote, not a culture of sexual harassment, unquote, 
and that the current news executives weren't aware of Lauer's behavior prior to the announcement. Investigators also said that more needs to be done to ensure that the 2,000-plus employees at NBC News can talk about bad behavior without fearing retaliation. So there's kind of two things here. So first of all, the internal probe come out came out with nothing. Apparently, nobody knew anything about this. Right. The probe was or not at least it, went on record. Right. The probe was not whether or not Matt Lauer did did yeah. this. It was whether or not other people were trying to keep this hidden. Yeah. Turns out he's just really good at being sneaky. Uh, apparently. So so yeah. Uh, I guess the second half of this is the studio saying it's like, well, we're gonna work on this right. in the future. Which is kind of which the, is the, the legal speak of yeah it's the thing that you, we we looked into this and we came up with nothing yeah. but just to make sure nothing like this happens again we're gonna put some measures <sighs> in place well yeah I mean still you know he's still fired it's not like this means he's oh he's no he's not getting his job back no so that's the good news but yeah hopefully they'll work on make this a little bit more transparent of the situation than it had been. speaking of transparent uh, oh no no, no no not yet next not yet. up is a story about. Ryan Murphy. Yes, that Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy of uh, uh, American Horror Story fame slash American uh, Crime Story fame slash... Currently uh, got bought out by Netflix. Yeah. For $300 million. Well, for the past two years, he has been a proponent proponent of inclusion writers. Remember those? Yes. uh, There's a big hullabaloo about those Mm -hmm. uh, during the Oscars. In fact, there was. Even with his three hundred million deal with Netflix, and this means uh, that included on his inclusion writer, he wants to have women, minorities, and LGBTQ people on his projects. In an interview with Deadline, he explains why he is selling inclusion writers in all his projects, and that is simply started from getting the and um, okay, I'm trying to parse what you wrote here, and it simply started from getting the best people, despite who they are. I guess that's what he said. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's a quote. That's a quote. Uh, Sorry, there's no quotes. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah. He also discussed hiring a lot of first-time writers and how he routinely gives people chances to write on his projects. Right. Well, it's how you get fresh blood, fresh yeah. ideas. That's For, cool. Yeah. Um, of course, he they do get vetted. These aren't like just off-the-street people. They've worked in the industry. <laughs> yeah, but he gives people who ha- have gotten the opportunity to write. Right. To get to write, which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. That's cool that he's doing that. Yeah, uh, Ryan Murphy being the good guy in Hollywood. Yeah, so that sounds like it. Uh, next story is about something called "I Feel Bad." You feel, feel bad? bad? I feel bad. Funny, because Amy Schumer feels pretty. <laughs> <laughs> NBC has ordered a full run of "I Feel Bad," which is based on the book of the same name by Orly Oslander. It's about a woman using dark humor and brutal honesty to be the best wife, mother, and friend she can be while simultaneously feeling shitty about virtually everything she does. The lead character is played by Indian-American actress Saraya Blue, with best friend Simone, played by Aisling B. Asim Batra, who was a producer on Scrubs, The Cleveland Show, and Uncle Buck, is writing the series and is one of the executive producers alongside none other than Amy Poehler. That's why she's down there. So there you go. Uh, yeah. So yes, uh, based on a book, uh, sounds an uh, interesting concept. Sounds like an NBC show. Sounds like an NBC <laughs> show. Sounds like they're trying to tap into the the millennials of yes of this year, not yes to year. Sure, but yeah, the millennials <laughs> of this year specifically. Um. The 
the um, downtrodden, everything sucks, so I'm going to make a jokes and dark humor about everything. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, it, it, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the book, but um, that's cool. No, I'm not familiar with the book either, but it's got Amy Poehler attached to it. She usually does good stuff. This is true. And that does it for television news. Do we have any TV to talk about? Um, um, American Idol went live. American Idol still live. Uh, it's down to the top seven. It, it is are. currently Teachers Week on Jeopardy. Teachers Week so on if you want to be smarter than a teacher, yeah, or I think you are. There were two new episodes of Steven Universe, if you're oh. following that, that were a huge lore Do we have dump. to bring this up? So <laughs> I will leave it at that. Oh, yeah. And not spoil anything. If you watch that show, check that out. It's getting real. And yeah, I know. You're probably thinking, how could it get more real than it already has? Well, just well, wait. And, uh, yeah. It, and nice Shyamalan's, y'all. <laughs> seriously, I can't think of anything else. Uh, Is saying there's a twist of plot spoiler? Television. Plot spoiler? No, not really. No? Uh, not um, for something you expect twists all the time. Uh, oh, one thing uh, on television. Um, yeah. Tina Fey is the current guest on David Letterman's My Next Guest Needs an Introduction show okay. on Netflix. Okay. And in it, she talks about women writers uh-huh. and how it took for her to be a woman writer, what it's like being a woman writer in Hollywood, and what she plans on doing to get more women writing. Cool. So it's definitely uh, worth checking out. So check that out. Um, also, uh, we can uh, really briefly bring this up. Uh, this week's SNL okay. will have two of our favorites. Hosts will be Amy Schumer and, and musical, musical guest yes. Casey Musgraves. So we'll be watching, that's for sure. Yes. Um, SNL recently did, like we mentioned last week, uh, Double Duty. Yes, uh, Mr. Donald Glover uh, was your host and your musical guest last week. It was a, it was a fun show. Yes. Uh, apparently his... American Life video? This is America. This is America. Yeah. What? That video. America that video. video. This is America. Yeah. That became like the number one trending thing on YouTube. Yeah. 35 million in a day. A lot of people are talking about that thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That'll do it. So that does it for television news. Let's move into cancellations and renewals. We have some things on the chopping block this week that you might care about. Things got chopped. Up, but first up, do you like Empire? Well, good, because that's not getting canceled. Oh, good. It's getting renewed for... I was not worried about it. ...fifth season, so get ready for more Empire. What is getting canceled, though, after four seasons, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That is the upcoming fourth season. Yes. After the fourth season airs on Netflix, that will be its final season. So if you're a fan of the Unbreakable series it's gone after this next yes. one there is rumors or at least talk that they could be a finale movie okay whatever that may be yeah whatever that may be <laughs> but yes the upcoming uh season four will be the last i mean i kind of got that vibe from the last season in a lot of ways it's like man where are they going they're just with throwing this? everything against the wall i don't know yeah. the show has always been kind of insane well the yeah, initial weird, premise right? was it's they've got away from the initial premise fast. Yeah, they had to because you can't. That that's not long enough. That that joke. Not big enough of a joke. That gag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also on this list, guess what? If you like American Idol, it's coming back, and there will be another ABC season, bringing the total to seventeen seasons of the show. So uh, get ready for yet another American Idol. Next up, Transparent on Amazon will be canceled after a controversial last season uh, uh, with the exit of its star, Jeffrey Tambor. Yes, the upcoming fifth season. Yes. 
that they are currently filming will indeed be its last. So, uh, say goodbye, Transparent. Next up, uh, Final Space on TBS, which is the animated uh, show about space, I guess. We'll get a second season on TBS. Uh, the Resident on Fox will also get a second season. Why? Good Girls on NBC will also get a second Why? season. Why? The 100 on the CW, which is probably the cheesiest sci-fi teen <laughs> show I've ever seen. Oh my god. We'll get a sixth season. Why? Oh, that's, a that's a why right there. Yeah, six seasons. Just kill off a hundred kids. Yeah. Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix will get a third season so if you like watching Drew Barrymore eat flesh congratulations Drew Barrymore Life Sentence on the CW is cancelled after just one season yes we mentioned this was on the bubble before and it will eventually be cancelled and also cancelled on CW after one season Valor yeah no one remembers what Valor was anyway I I do well besides you oh because I know the description I thought that's dumb yeah. Why is that a show? Why is this a thing? Yes. So, that is it for cancellations and renewals. And we have no deaths. Um, no significant deaths. Uh, yeah, we have no deaths. Not that I could remember off the top of my head either. So, you we can yeah. move on safely. Move on to the billboard. Music. We got billboard charts. Uh, we have some big billboard news as well. But first, we need to figure out who's on the top. 100. We sure do. First up, your top Hot 100, which is your singles list. Number one is Still Nice for What by Drake. Number two, moving up the list, Psycho by Post Malone featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Number three, moving down a spot is God's Plan by Drake. Number four, Meant to Be by BB Rexa and Florida Georgia Line. Number five is The Middle with Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. Moving on to your Hot 200, your Billboard 200, which is your albums chart. Debuting at number one this week, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Uh, there's a, we'll get to more on that later. Post Malone, I'm sure. Next up, Graffiti You is number two by Keith Urban. Number three is K.O.D. by J. Cole. Number four is Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. And rounding out the top five, still the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Hey, it's the Moana of the year. Hanging out. <laughs> Just, just hanging up there. That is your Billboard charts. All right. So we met, briefly mentioned. Well, like, literally a get second into news. Ago. I have to do the new releases. Yes, yes, you do. Yourself. You new releases this again. week. This is a week for music. Oh yeah, something for everybody this week. First up, the Arctic Monkeys return with Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, Bad Wolves with Dis- Disobey, uh, my pick of the week, Beach House with Seven. Mm-hmm. Charlie Puth with voice notes. Like we said, something for everyone. <laughs> Jess Williamson with Cosmic Wink. Rye Cooter with The Prodigal Son. Seven Dust with All I See Is War. The Body with I Have Fought Against It, But I Can't Any Longer. <laughs> and lastly, The Sea and Cake with Any Day. There you go. Those are your new releases. Now, what were you saying? Oh, I was talking about Post Malone. Okay. And just trying to figure out exactly how big is Post Malone. So, Post Malone has set a new record. A record previously held by the Beatles back in 1964. His album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, has placed nine songs in the top 20 of Bill's, Billboard's Hot... Bills? <laughs> the Bills. Bills no, Billboard's Hot 100 chart. All 18 of the songs from the album have made it into the Hot 100, with three of them in the top 10. 
Uh, one of them is your number is three song, number Psycho. Number song. Is, is or number two, two song. Yeah. Number two. It's possible that the record setting 47.9 Spotify streams in the first day of uh, the uh, album's that, that's release. That's 47.9 million. Yes. Sorry. That's Spotify streams. Just, just 47 streams. 47.9 <laughs> <laughs> streams. <laughs> It's a point nine. So, someone can uh, finish that tenth song. Yeah, my battery died. I only give them point nine streams. million streams. Uh, uh, set a record for first day of the album's uh, album's uh, release. Spotify streaming record. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that probably paid, played some part in this. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of a crazy thing to have your entire album in some form or another in the Billboard charts. That's insane. Yeah, and. I don't know who Post Malone is. Uh, he's a white guy. Oh, I, I clearly see that. <laughs> I love the picture. I know, but I've seen him perform once. I was just like, wait a minute, this is Post Malone? I think it was on SNL? Uh, no, no, it was on the, like a... A late night? I don't know. It was, no, it was like a performance thing. I don't remember. Anyways, who cares? No. Moving on. Okay. Well, yeah, congratulations, Post Malone, yes. and sorry, Beatles... Yeah. We thought you had all the records, but now we got to learn some new stuff. It's true. Or some new record holders in, in town. Moving on. Ticketmaster. They're in the news again. What? But this time, they're testing a, a new technology. So they're looking for a replacement for physical concert tickets in the form of scanning your very face. My face? Your very face. But it's my face. They recently announced a partnership with Blink. Good job. 182? A, no. A facial recognition company that can register an image of your face as soon as you walk past the sensor. The technology would allow customers to associate your digital ticket with your image and allow you to just walk right into the show. I think this would also help on scalpers and people buying extra tickets if you have this extra layered security of you buy it, you have to use it. That would work. I mean, definitely uh, puts the the, um, the idea of a paper ticket right out window if you have to be you to do it right they would just have to work all the kinks out of the thing it would also mean less lines of people trying to yeah. scan in that's true faster entry hmm. okay so uh, this sounds like a good idea so take it master making up for all that bad publicity with doing something that might actually help are they actually using my fees for good maybe uh, Do I want to give them more theory. fees? No. No? Not really. No, good, good. <laughs> I, was, I was going on the wrong path there. Good plan. Last <laughs> story in music news is about Syria. Why Syria? Let's find out. Well, in the 1950s, archaeologists found 29 34,000-year-old clay tablets and a small cubicle library-esque discovery. One of the larger tablets that was still intact had an inscription that, until now, can finally be translated. And researchers believe it is the earliest example of music. Inscribed on it were lyrics, and underneath them is considered musical notations in Babylonian cuneiform script. This discovery means that earliest forms of civilization had catalogs of songs for all sorts of moods. Not just hymns or religious events, which is what was previously thought. Right, because those are oral history; those are orally passed down through religion. Yeah. But these, well, so minor correction: these tablets were already translated. They okay. knew what was said on them, but they didn't know that there were these other 
things indicating musical notes. Right. They yeah. didn't real they for them they didn't know that it was music sheets. Right. Because they didn't have any of the traditional music formats. But now they know. But now that they've worked it out, tried everything, calligraphy, hieroglyphics, whatever, uh, archaeologically studied it, I guess. Yeah. And discovered that the of writing subtext on text. <laughs> yeah. Literal subtext. Literal subtext, with regard to it, was in <laughs> fact um, music notes. There you go. Yeah. So, fun fact for all you history and archaeology nerds out there. Moving on. Yep, just like me. Yep, just like you. <laughs> so that does it for music. Let's move on to video games. Yep. First up on video games is your upcoming releases. New this releases. You have Death Road to Canada for PlayStation 4 and Switch. Raging Justice <laughs> for PlayStation 4 and Switch. AO International Te- Tennis, which is not an AO rated tennis game. No. Don't get too excited. <laughs> no one's naked. Uh, that is for PS4. Conan Exiles, also for PS4. One Piece Pirate Warriors 3 for the Switch. Yep. Those are your new releases. Yep. Still, it has been weeks without an Xbox exclusive release. Or yeah. any Xbox release for that games at all. Uh, I think the last one was Sea of Thieves. And even, like, cross-platform stuff, nothing has come out for them. That's about right. Moving into video game news, our first story is about a crossover between Avengers and Fortnite. Well, Avengers is already a crossover event. Well, this is the biggest crossover event now, because it's crossing over the crossover. So, the biggest uh, uh, video game on the internet, Fortnite, is going to cross over the biggest movie release at the moment. As there will be Infinity War crossover in the game. Thanos, your villain du jour, is invading the game for a limited time starting May 8th. So, yesterday. How it works is quite smart. The Infinity Gauntlet with all Infinity Stones will appear on the map. And whomsoever finds and equips it will transform into Thanos himself. The Russo brothers are big Fortnite fans. And decided to enlist the help of Epic Games creative director Donald Mustard, I love that guy's name, to make the crossover. <laughs> it's delicious. Happen. This is for He's a limited time, things. though, so get playing. But I'm sure I don't have to tell you to play Fortnite. <laughs> yes. Standard Fortnite Battle Royale rules still apply, where yeah. 100 people drop down and last one surviving wins. But somebody gets to be Thanos! Yes, equipped with Infinity Gauntlet stones and can still, and can actually has Infinity powers. But. Should you get chopped down, yeah. you drop the Infinity Gauntlet, so what else can become Thanos? Okay. Can you get make people dissolve when you snap? Just wait. Just yeah. wait. Yeah, snap. Yes. Okay. Um, Spoiler. Next story. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I guess, guess uh, limitations are up there. Um, next story is... About Nintendo. Nintendo. Nintendo is finally getting around to launching their Switch Online paid service as planned in September 2018. So just a few months in the future, you will have access to online play for compatible games, a selection of NES games, extra features for the Nintendo Switch Online smartphone app, and much, much more for the low, low price for one month for $3.99 or 12 months for just $20 a year. Per each account holder. However, or 
there's a family option where just $35 a year, a Nintendo account holder may invite up to seven others to join a family group. All members of the group will have access to the Nintendo Switch Online. Those family groups can now be created via your Nintendo account settings. You can purchase it through Nintendo.com, the eShop, or through select retailers. So get on it! Yes, you can do this now so that way when it comes time to actually pay for it, only one person has to. It can already be a so family. So $35? $35 is For not bad. up to eight people. For an entire year. For a year. In contrast, Sony and Microsoft both charge $59.99 for their respective yearly subscribers. And that's per person. For one person. That's so, per person. So it goes to Sony. Uh, so yeah, yeah, but you also get, get a lot of free games monthly out of that. That's too. true, but you might get free NES games. You know, free thirty-something-year-old games. Why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, next story in video games is about bundles fight bundes. Sorry, bundes fighter two turbo. Yeah. Uh, yes. This is a German uh, right. fighting game. So apparently, this is a German browser game. Uh, which represents top politicians of the 2017 federal election and have them fight each other. So, the alternative for, I don't know what any of this means, for Germany, is that what he's running for? Yeah, that's the party. Alternative. The the, the, the party. Party. The party is titled Alternatives for Germany. Uh, Okay, a character, Galand, that's G-A-U-L-A-N-D, L-A-N-D, Crosses his legs and arms to form a mirrored swastika when doing a double jump. As you might see coming, this is a no-no in games, according to a 1998 judgment in Germany, and no manufacturer can openly publish a, ga- publish a game with anti-constitutional symbols in Germany without fear of imprisonment and fines. So, yes, so, swastikas yeah. in video games are in any medium. Especially in Germany, yeah. will get you fined, expelled. Um, well, it's important to note in Germany. Yes, here because in Germany, you can have a swastika in an American game, like if it's, Wolfenstein, if it's consistently, you know, part of its its branding. It's it's its, it's time period. It's, yeah, it's if it's appropriately used, which it is in that case. But in this case, it's definitely not. <laughs> uh, so, the German public prosecutor's office, while clearly recognizing the mirrored symbol, refused to undertake the investigation because the online game was covered by the social adequacy clause and clearly served both the arts and civic enlightenment marks. So, basically, none of this story made any sense to me <laughs> by the way that it was written. I'm guessing you just copied and pasted this. Mostly. Uh, but, what I, get, what I gathered from it is that the governing board actually did look at it. I was just like, eh, this is fine. Plus, browser games are tricky because browser games don't, may not necessarily make it clear what publisher they actually come from. Right. So they may not know who really came under fire for this, if anyone. Like, what is it the artist that worked on it? Like, who made this thing? It's like, there's a lot of questions there. Hard to track that stuff down. And they probably just are like, well, I don't know, it's protected by some of these freedoms, so whatever. Well, not only that, but they're labeled this under a limited time web browser game, which it was. Yeah. Uh, for the 2017 election or 2016 election. Yeah. yeah and 2017. 2017. Yeah, 2017 election. Uh, it, the game has since been taken down because that election has been it's, passed. It's, but it was also a, a part as part of a movement to get people to go out and vote. Ah, I see. So that's also why they're not prosecuting because. 
it force it, 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 it civic was, involvement yes Maybe, that's why you know, do yourself civic duty by playing this fighting game right you <laughs> play the fighting game uh, get informed on that that different parties are doing different things and get you out to vote on that day. The game has since passed. Yep. The game has since been taken down. So therefore, there's no reason to continue with legal... Legal... Legal pursuit. Neither of us can talk at this point. It's uh, getting hilarious. Alright, well... Our last let's story! Let's get through one last story. Thankfully, in video games here, is about game design. So, in a year, in a, sorry, not in a year, in a study. Like we said, we cannot talk anymore. In a study of over 10 million Steam user reviews. Uh, okay. A study of over 10 million Steam user reviews has gathered valuable data for developers as players complain more and more about game design than bugs. Only 8% of reviews feature any mention of bugs in either a positive or negative light. Of the reviews containing negative feedback, 57% were noted game design issues, and only 17% were actual bug-related comments. Positive reviews weren't left out, as 29% discussed cons of the game, and just 7% reporting bugs. So, this is just a kind of, like, this is just an interesting thing, I guess, about Steam reviews and what people write reviews for. It seems like people are approaching them more critically as opposed to nitpicking like a product review, which is interesting. Right. Most people don't go looking into a game these days and be like, oh, I can glitch through this wall, yeah. or my character doesn't run well, or my gun doesn't fire straight, or I get semi-bullets or something. Well, it's interesting to me, especially because video game criticism has always been an interesting thing to talk about since it started, because it's always been two different approaches. It's like, do we want to talk about this critically like a film? Is this art? Do we want to critique it as, as thus? Or is this a product? Do we want to make sure the review mentions like it, how good it looks and like technological aspects? And does it work? Is it buggy? Like, Is there an issue with the game? Like, or do, do the controls work fine? It's like two very different schools of thoughts. I think we've gotten to the point where how a game looks yeah. is pretty much universally... Mm-hmm. Games look great. Standard that they're great. We were out of the 8-bit, 16-bit era where you have to kind of guess, and, yeah. but now we're like actual like digital emotions yeah. flowing out of the, everything here. Digital emotions. I digital like emotions. But this also says basic. This also is interesting because it's saying that these that the your usual Steam user now is savvy enough to write a review about those things as opposed to just being like this broke. Or, this ga- or just writing, star. Or saying, this game sucks, don't buy it. Right. They're more critical to explain why you shouldn't. Um, so yeah, we're almost getting to that point where maybe we won't have to have that conversation anymore about like what a video game review is. So hey, that's good news to me. Yeah, but uh, until we get to that point, we still have <laughs> lots of reviewers, and we have some people who just leave their thoughts. All right, so you still continue to play God of War. Yes. You're probably pretty close to wrapping that up now. I don't feel, no, you I don't have, think so? I have yet to unlock all the realms. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. You're almost about to wrap up the story mode. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the <laughs> actual game is not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about, like, you're I'm, almost to the end of the story. So I've gained access to the last, or to the world I'm supposed to get to. Yeah. To complete my initial task. Whether or not there's more after that, or whether or not like I fight 
Thor, which is what it seems to be leading up to, just me fighting Thor Maybe. in like a big like final showdown. Because everything seems to like all the extra side characters and gods I meet all point to him. Uh, there's a statue of him clearly knocked over, and so it's all all signs point to Thor, which <laughs> would be good for a first uh, introduction to Norse mythology. But whether or not it's actually gonna get there, or whether or not like Odin shows up somewhere, right? Who knows? Yes. Guess we'll find out. Uh, we'll we'll find out. But um, you can watch. Uh, what are you gonna go with? I was just gonna say. Um, I don't know if you have any other thoughts. Uh, no, I don't have not been playing any other games. I haven't been able to play uh, the more of Kirby Star Allies because I haven't been home. <laughs> like this week has been insane. I know you saw uh, musical. Oh, we didn't mention that. You saw Hamilton. That's not movies, television, video games, or music. It's well, I mean, music. It's to music. But no, it's theater. We do not cover theater on the Media Book no, Podcast no. yet, nor will we ever. So but why'd you say yet? But yes, I did see Hamilton. But this is not the venue for that. All right, All right that will do it for the Media Book Podcast. Then that will end our segment on video games and end the show. Yes, uh, we went through this so, pretty quickly. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty I quickly. Mean, we started late, so yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to wrap up an hour, so we went through it. We had a we missed a story on music. It's a short one. We were short one, but this is short. It's a short one. All right, let's do yeah. our plugs then. If you want to see us live, we're live usually at 8 p.m. Pacific every Wednesday Wednesday night on YouTube.com. Just search Media Boat Podcast and you'll find our page. Click the bell and you'll get notifications when we go live. You can also leave a comment. I don't know. Why not? Uh, you can also catch the audio version of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Just search Media Boat Podcast on there as well. Plug the RSS feed into any pod catcher of your choice, and you can get us through there as well. If you want to see our writing, we have writing occasionally on MediaBoatPodcast.com. You can see Mike's thoughts about Avengers Infinity War that posted this weekend. You can also see uh, uh, some features occasionally, like box office numbers and new releases every Friday. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at, at MediaBoatCast. We're on Facebook. Just Google, uh, just search on Facebook for Media Boat Podcast. You'll find our page. Like and comment. You can also find us on Patreon.com slash MediaBoat where you can donate to help us out with money. You can donate as little as just a dollar a month to help us make content even better than this. And content exclusive to patrons, so check that out as well. Lastly, when we're playing video games, we play them on twitch.tv slash mediaboat. So check out our continuing adventures of Kratos and boy. Boy! As Mike finishes off our stream of God of War pretty soon here, so check that out. And that is it for the plug. I believe that's everything. Um, upcoming... Next week? Uh, no, we have Deadpool the following week. Uh, Next week there won't be really big movies, but uh, I'll probably talk about that Beach House record. Okay. Um, we'll, I'll maybe I'll try to wrap up Kirby Star Allies and give that a proper thoughts. Um, other than that, there's not really a whole lot going on, so uh, we'll just be back with a regular ass episode next week. Yep, we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of waiting our way through the beginning of summer till E3. Yeah, summer's not quite here. Yeah. But it, it's still coming. We still have news for you every week. News, 8 o'clock, right here on Media Boat. So check us out next week. Bye. All right, bye. Bye.